Welcome to Buddha's podcast. I'm really, really excited to share um, this vibration with um, all who find us here in Budai. So Buddha is a nature spirit. It's full of a collaboration of different soundless to sound frequency vibrations of different energies and beings of infinite radiance of light. And uh, we always collaborate. We come together and we formed uh, Budai uh, under one one name. And as you, as we've told you before, it means love. Buddha and uh, but it could be anything it could be dancing Buddha or anything because we thrive in what we are and that makes a difference and so the focus on this podcast is about sharing that vibration with you all as to how it is in resonance within your own physical form within your own etheric body within the expansion beyond your etheric body how that vibration when you're really inspired by yourself uh, and that is the self within you that's primordial, when you really live your um, journey in its immersion and in your resonance because that really transforms your breath. And the breath of life is is more than just breathing in through your lungs. It's It comes and stems from the non-breath and that comes from the soundlessness of existence. Now, in that soundlessness, all things are seeded. We were having a lovely conversation with someone who's just taken off um, to stay in an ashram and um, he was saying that there's sort of this, you know, e- this emptiness where there's the nothingness. And we were... Sharing this understanding of what the nothingness really is, it's that place of soundlessness, it's the grand cosmic abyss, where there's such a sense of peacefulness. And remember, words are used just to convey some sort of inkling as to the understanding of something, but really, there's no word that can really express it as such. And definitely not in, um, maybe in Sanskrit, not so much in, in the English language. However, you'll get the vibe as we go along. But in this state of consciousness, which is that soundlessness, all things self-seed. And so when you come to the stage, and sometimes in life, and we ourselves experience that, and we, we thrive with it, because when you feel like you know nothing, and you are nothing, it means you then come and then create something, and in a lined state state of awareness, something that's fortuitous and fruitful for existence, not only within your cellular structure as a physical form that you've chosen, but also that that is reflected in so many ways in existence, you know, because there's many worlds within worlds, you know. You know, you often hear the expression, oh, that person's in their own world. Well, yeah, definitely, so are you, and uh, so are we, but then we're also as part of the particles within the cosmic consciousness in this vast sense of what the world is at large. And that incorporates many forms because cosmic consciousness can take on many forms. So when you hear things like, oh, that person's, you know, a Pleiadian or that person's a Necturian or that person's self-star-seeded, ultimately we're all that anyway. And, you know, just like you could be born in Mexico or you could be born in America or born in Australia or born in New Zealand or born in London or born wherever, Um, so too can your being be in cognitive resonance of an existence that simultaneously presents. Now, that doesn't mean you're not 
in tune and aligned within your form that you're chosen to live in this now moment in existence because all those forms are cognitive and part of your whole. So that takes, you know, when we look at holistic medicine or we look at holistic health, we're very focused on our one insular vibration in a form. But our myriad of forms are also part of that one form because when you reach a certain soundless to sound frequency vibration, that cognitive aspect or element or life force actually is in resonance within what you think is a human form, the cells. So for some of you, this will get quite tricky. So remember that as we're saying things, some of you are holding your breath. <laughs> so common. Gosh, you're not alone. So because when we're concentrating or trying to understand something, instead of breathing deeper into our elongated breath, we hold our breath, you know. So as, we, as you're listening or you're choosing to listen, um, then just stay tuned to your own rhythm within the soundless to sound frequency vibration. Feel whether you're breathing or whether you're in the non-breath. Most of you are just not breathing. So start to let your gentle flow in your breath and then gradually, don't force it or push back at it, gradually deepen your breath as you go because that, what we're sharing with you in this particular podcast will become more digestible. Not as something externally projected onto you, but more that the vibrational, your own tapestries of light, which is unique to each one of you, will begin to light up as it resonates with different particles of what we're communicating with. And it may not be all of what we're communicating with, but there'll be particles within what we're saying that will just light up your, <laughs> your tapestries of uh, vibrational tunes within your body. And remember, every cell has a unique tapestry. And then put that into every cell that's within your body, your physical form, including your etheric body. Then, oh my God, your solar system is just rocking the house. So coming back to that concept of being in the cosmic abyss. So in a world that so many of you are weaving in and out of, where it's all about accolades, you know, you get a resume and all these accolades of what your sense of achievements are, if you're willing to just let that just slide away for the moment and you move away from that that place in, in this society that says this, you know, you've got to submit your accolades in order for you to attain something, whether it's attaining a job or attaining more clients or whatever that is, and you come into that abyss, that knowing nothing and am nothing, only to create from that source of energy that is infinitely creative and can connect within your cell, every cell, but in a particular cell within your vibrational frequency that will self-seed something that you resonate with and can bring to fruition that is fruitful for you. So it makes sense, right? But letting go of that need to be something and be known by something and, and come into that open, open awareness that then you create your vision that drives you forward as part of the flow, not pushes back at or forces, but is in the flow of that energy, that divinity or whatever you want to call it, that cosmic ray of light, which is infinite rays within the ray. Notice that you then go into the non-breath straight away because there's like a pregnant pause because in pregnancy you're waiting for the birth. So in your own readiness, however you connect to that, whether you love you know, immersing yourself in nature, we're, we're, we're particles as nature and 
either with our um, medicinal apothecary through wildflower picking and just the immersion into nature itself, um, we flow into um, sharing self-care through um, Gaia, through Mother Nature itself. And our vision was always to create an awareness that's very much in keeping with the ethos of Ayurveda, but from its Ayurveda's inception, which goes way, way back, way past 5,000 years, like it's, it's infinite, it's infinity itself. So within that, the whole understanding of your own evolutionary flow really comes from that Ayurvedic perspective that's not often really taught in in the classrooms in this day and age, and it's not really shared in the books either. There's, you know, it's a concentrated effort, and yes, they talk about the elements and the doshas, but we're going even deeper within those infrastructures to come back into the abyss where all is the nothingness, only to create from the ability to self-seed. And it's exciting, you know, it's exciting to feel that sense of peace. It's exciting to really source that self-care because... Cosmic consciousness is enriched in self-care. It, it is not confined to the pharma, uh, pharmaceutical companies or the governments of this world that are controlling. It's not confined to the people who are either practitioners or teachers or, or just every day, one of, you know, all of us really, that want to control each other to create wealth. This is coming from this ability to know, truly immerse yourself and resonate with a sense of source because when you're connected to that source energy in its infinity, there can only be abundance. You never need to manipulate something in order to get something. The, the cosmic marketing works in cohesiveness to the flow of energy. Therefore, it recognizes that there's infinite tributaries and there's always a place for that tributary to flow and connect with another you know, and there's been so many beautiful trailblazers. There's beautiful pharmacopoeia um, guru, really amazing teacher and, and also student as, uh, of life himself as Frank Cook. There's just been so many. I mean, there's obviously, you know, on, in permaculturals, there's Bill Mollison. And, but there's more than that. There's the teachers of yourself, the, the inner teacher in you that really wants you to immerse yourself and open that Pandora's box, connect with the infinite Nadi streaming, the gateways of every single vortex of co-creativity and let go of that need to be something, to be seen as something and come back to who, you're, who and what your visionary self is and manifest from that soundless to sound frequency vibration. And notice how our tone has started to very much calm down. It's calm and it's in resonance of the peaceful flow. So really being aware of your own tone, how you speak to yourself, how you connect creatively to yourself, when your tone rises in excitement, when it comes back into that soundlessness to sound frequency, it has that really soft, gentle flow. Only so you start to feel the self-love, the kindness to self, you know, because it's a really pushed back at society in so many ways that's frenetic. And while when you're, you know, whether you're doing a startup company or you're um, thriving in, a, in, in a, a job that you love or, or a family unit that you're thriving in, gosh, there's so many ways. You know the ways because you're living the ways. But it doesn't matter what you're immersed yourself in or maybe not immersing yourself in. Maybe you're holding yourself back. And there's so many reasons why people do that. It's But often it's from what we've seen with the people that come our way is that 
they don't live their fullness because they're so worried of not being received well or liked or loved or getting enough likes on their beautiful social media. They're scared of how people will then judge them because they haven't got 10,000 likes or they haven't got 10,000 followers or a million followers, you know. And that's not to say those who have, oh, my goodness, namaste to you, guru. But for some of you, that one person that connects with you is the million. It's the infinity because that one sheds more light than having the million upfront and visible. So it doesn't really matter. Numbers for some of you will be the game of your life. Others, it's not so intentional. It's not something that you really strive for. However, regardless of whether it is or it isn't, coming back to that abyss, that knowing nothing so you can self-seed and grow, and even if you're really what you feel is successful in your life, because no matter what you're doing, it ebbs and flows all the time. As a natural flow, nature ebbs and flows. There's a time where it goes into remission. There's a time where it comes in full bloom. There's a time where it has that solace, where it just needs to rejuvenate. It gives itself that space. Coming back to the dance of the elements, ether is space. We require space in order to find our epicenter once again, especially when we've been driven to succeed in some way or move through something where we feel we're pushing back at something or where we've just been so full on creative um, for whatever reason that we need that time to come back into simply being in space itself. And that doesn't mean you're spacing out. That's actually, this space means that you're actually so very grounded in your earth element. And it's really soothing and it is rejuvenating, it's regenerating, it's where your cells really seamlessly regenerate um, from a very healthy state of consciousness. Therefore, the cells themselves are in a healthy state. So that's something to think about, especially if you're struggling with your health issues, is that if you give yourself space to really become your internal listener and really let go of the judgments of all the things that you think, and we say think, you should or should not be doing or being or whatever those conundrums are within you, to just gently let them go as you're, as you're ready to. And then really become that listener of self because that's where your medicinal qualities come from. That's where your self-healing comes from. That's where your recognition that you can be whole, you can be healthy all the time. You can regenerate, you can rejuvenate. And if that mental monkey mind starts rising up and starts saying things like that's not possible and all those things that negate what's possible, take in that in-breath, move it into the elongated breath and feel the calm once again. Because some things are acting out, you know, there's so many dramas in this world. You know, Ganesh was sitting with uh, Isis um, only yesterday, and <laughs> I think they were passing by and looking at some Netflix, and there's so much drama. I mean, beautifully, great acting, isn't there? There's so many talented people out there and great directors, but it's so, so much of it is really drama-orientated, and Ganesh was saying, goodness me, <laughs> drama, drama, drama. <laughs> And because his tone is like drama, drama, drama. <laughs> but it was a really beautiful reflection because something in you can disconnect from the dramas in that are going on around just so your epicenter is fruitful regardless of what's going on, regardless of what people are pulling the purse strings in the economy. You know, They're either talking the market up or they're talking the market down. You can get off that treadmill 
and live differently according to your own values and principles. And it's not all—it's not saying that you, you need to go off grid. You know, it's not about that. You're you're creating your own tapestries that are fruitful because remember, you are a cosmic energy. You're a cosmic being of, that's taken a physical form, and that physical form has infinite forms. You know, and we, we talk about this in later podcasts and we go into great depths in our Ayurvedic course um, on Teachable Platform. And it's a little bit different because it does talk about the infinite possibilities, what is formless to form. You know, because so many of us are so locked down in a weightiness of our, our, what we think is a human form. But actually, when the physical form known as human form came into being, it was a light body. You know, we were very light within the earth. We were very connected to the petals within a flower. We were connected to the root system in the plants. And and the beautiful gift the Indigenous culture around the world teaches us is that that energy, in essence, has never been lost, as the same in the ancient understanding of Ayurveda and yoga itself, because yoga is that union, that union with all that is, you know, beyond even the eight limbs, the eight limbs are a beautiful pathway, you know, and, and you see a lot of the deities with our eight limbs, you know. <laughs> There's a symbology, a symbology with all of that, you know. <laughs> and Ganesh will have a beautiful discourse with you and he'll really be playful with it. He's very funny with how the reason why all that, you know, the deities have kept their that imagery in their artwork and in the statues is because it's a reflection of the infinite possibilities and it's a reflection of where that understanding wisdom and knowledge is always there when you're ready to tune in and tap into it you know and it's nothing to do with being demigods it's simply the cosmic consciousness in its primordial essence so there's so many mirrors that the cosmic consciousness has kept within our humanity to remind us that we're so much more than we've become so limited in our what we don't have focus rather than recognizing and breathing and expanding that lung capacity and we're, we're very fortunate because so many people along the way whether it was Jesus, Krishna, Shiva in incarnation, I mean gosh you know Shirdi, Sai Baba, Muktananda, there's been so Maharishi, there's been so many, uh, Gautama Buddha, um, gosh we could go on and on, couldn't we? There's just been so many beautiful. And you yourself, a teacher within the teacher, a student within the student of the teacher. So the more open you are and the more letting go that you can come in and be okay with becoming nothing, so then you can then be fruitful once more and create from that space and become whatever it is that's fortuitous for you to live the most amazing life. For some of you, you you thrive on complication. You know, it's it's your your drive to move in your life. For others of us, and we're very much in tune with this, um, but we totally understand the other, is that we love the simplicity in life. We love the sancti sanctity and the sanctuary that nature gives us moment to moment, and the communication. You know, we're we're very fortunate in this day and age that the botanists and a lot of the science of this world, scientists of this world, are now awakening to how um, and, and gaining a little bit more insight as to how nature is always communicating to itself. But for those of you, and we're part of this community, is that, um, you know, we, we have always become nature, so therefore we can communicate with nature effortlessly and we understand the ebbing and flowing and we're in alignment with that when we choose to be informed at all and often we choose not to be informed. 
but having people that are revered and in a, a category of established understanding and then they're coming out with these things seems to validate for some of you but for those of you who don't need that validation because you get it you're already you don't need the proof because you're already connected then you can automatically see how your tributaries because even as we're speaking we can see your tapestries moving through your vortexes of creativity moving through up through your throat changing your language being open to um, conversing um, out, out loud, not just inwardly, because inwardly you're still conversing outwardly because those vibrations are flowing beyond your physical form. And really, this is also touching base with metaphysics, but definitely quantum physics. And with that, you can't be not connected to physics because the three are one in ultimately anyway. So how does that live in your everyday? It lives in every particle, every breath, every interaction, every discourse you have within yourself and with another. It affects how you flow in your moment-to-moment -moment experiences. It's all part of that holistic expression. And your crown center is now really open, almost like the, the, the uh, there's a, a gap, you know, like a hole in your crown center. and. If you look down, something is going on there. So if your etheric body is raising up and your ether is looking from above your crown center, you can actually see down through, you know, it's passed through the skull and it's opened up and it's become the void. So that's actually really healthy. This is all metaphysical, right? <laughs> Took a creating a hole in your head. Um, however, uh, energetically, we're always coming from that, but your body is pure energy. And when you recognize that, you can recognize that if you're really tired and lethargic and, it, and it's your body's way sometimes of telling you it's time to rest, it's time to tune in to what's going on with your physical form, it's time to tune in what's going on with your mental armor, it's time to take in account to what's going on with your emotional body. And let's have a dance of co-creation, let's have a play in light. I mean, Gadesh is always having a play in light. He's so funny. And actually, so is Shiva and Pravati. Um, as a unit, as an entity, a triology, um, their ebb and flow is so sanctified within each human form. You know, you've got Pravati as the Himalayas, and you've got Lord Shiva with the trident and the directions of um, all of what is in... Um, uh, Puruja, and then you've also got Ganesh, the primordial Om. So it's a beautiful soundless to sound frequency vibration, and it doesn't come from a belief system, it comes from the all that is. Belief systems can ebb and flow, they can change according to our insights, they can change according to um, where you're expanding into, and some things will resonate immediately, and other things will just be filed away somewhere in your nano, nano cells, uh, and to uh, then be unearthed when you're ready to become the listener or when you're ready to be in receivership of that understanding and others will just pass on through you and never come back again. This is part of the journey and each one of you is going through your own personal journey within the rays of light and the radiance and the resonance of that light, immersing yourselves into it. So being the visionary of your own adventure and this takes you into, yes, as you well know, so many people are creating vision boards because it helps them stay focused. Vision boards don't work for everyone, but they are a beautiful tool to create that mirroring back of you. And if you create a vision board, whether it's in a board or, 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 or however you want to create it, um, 
if it's resonating with you, it's potent energy, really potent. If it's not, re- if you're creating something like that and you're not resonating with it, stop right there, <laughs> and really take the breath in through the elongated breath. Wait till you come into your soundlessness, and then create your vision. However you want to do it. Some of you create through your vision through gardens. You use a color palette like an artist. So you create that. And when you go out into your garden, that's your vision board. Because each seed, each flower, each bloom is mirroring back something that you're creating in your life. Others, you know, you find it differently. You find it in the ocean. You know, you immerse yourself in the ocean. And your visionary light board, you know, is lit up like, the night sky or beyond it's just a huge vortex of creativity and you only have to connect with that even if you're not in the water that you love so much you can energetically connect to it therefore that vision is magnified and amplified as you manifest and download it into your everyday existence so this isn't like a pie in the sky this isn't something that's out there this is something that's actually coming from Gaia herself it's how she creates it's how and we say she but you know Gaia has a feminine energy in this existence but then alternatively it can have you know a masculine if you're more aligned with that it really doesn't matter because it's any energy in in essence anyway beyond masculine and feminine. So on that concept, when you're merging your yin and yang and you're becoming the purity of the dance of the elements, how you resonate with the air element, how you breathe will transcend and it will transcend instantly. Um, It connects with the Sahara and yet we say things a little bit different and Ganesh will talk to you why This body says things a little bit different, especially when she uses Sanskrit words. Uh, In fact, they're completely (laughs) differently. But there's a reason for that, and it comes back from an uh, ancient Egyptian understanding um, that Isis was an embodiment of. So there are so many things you can connect with. And in your here and now, no matter what you're living with, the vast sense of what you are is always in playfulness, that you can tune in and tap into that creating a fruitfulness that drives your vision into existence, you know. And always we come from Ahimsa, do no harm. That is also do no harm to self. And Saucha, you know, the purity, the cleanliness of your intention and uh, to cleanse one's, cleanse one's vibrational um, vortex, you know, because sometimes we pick up debris or we create it. You know, we're in an uh, emotional hiccup <laughs> where we're just vomiting stuff out. So you want to keep that clear. You want to keep that cleansed, you know, send any mirth into the cosmic rays to um, become in equanimity of your journey because that is a core strength. It's an empowered energy. And to keep that within your sacral and your solar plexus and keep your energetic chakras open and clear along with your hara, which runs through the center of your body. And the cities will come through. Now, cities is a sense of accomplishment, but the actual siddhas will come through in many of the podcasts that are coming and they they ebb and flow all through what we create here in Budai as well. And just remember they're part of a collective team that are here to participate with you, not do things for you, not to to control anything, but just to take your hand and walk the path with you, you know, because sometimes even if you're in a crowded room, if you're not resonating with anyone in that room, you can feel quite alone. Same with you can feel very alone with yourself. If you're not in resonance of who and what you're about. And so this is a really important part of 
staying true to yourself, being focused, and also, above all else, become the kindness of self. You know, being kind to yourself is so important that 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 enriched state of sense self-awareness in self-love really is healing on the heart center and keeping your heart open because it's very well documented and those of you who experience it your heart is more than the organ that pumps blood through your body it's so much more it's a conscious entity and it connects with nature your heart is connected to nature it is the core energetics that that self-seeds as nature. So if you're coming through the heart center, and definitely here in Budai, we're all heart, mixed in with the sacral, definitely, and grounded in the earth. But the heart center for us is the whole of Budai. It's the whole here in the beautiful place in Australia called the Riverina. It's a huge, beautiful district, and uh, it has the Murray running through it. It's just the most beautiful place. And there's so many beautiful places around the world, no matter where you are. In Australia, it's so big. It's such a beautiful big country. There's so much beauty in this land, as there is in every land and every culture. Tuning into that beauty that is in resonance within yourself is like a tapestry that connects through the vast cultural world of um, this world and connected to the vast cosmic universal world um, you know, it's coming from a state of abundance where there's no lack, where the nature elements understand how to harmonize when there's been too long a periods of dry areas like drought. Definitely in Australia, there's big drought areas. However, as Hanuman expressed in one of the other podcasts, become your own rainmaker. You know, when you're attuned to the dance of the elements, you, there's no need for any extremes in this world. And part of climate change actually is about balancing out that. And for those of you who are naysayers, what we say naysayers, those who have a belief system that is coming from a state of lack, it will create that scarcity. It will create calamity and dilemma. Since we don't come from that, we come from that state of knowing that as creators, we're part of those cycles of nature because we are nature itself. Therefore, we become the rainmaker when we require it to be. We become the seeding that seeds a plant. We become the um, fauna of the world that is becoming extinct. You know, we just raise the vibration as the, as the animals and the plants are themselves. So tuning into that nature, you're, you're, you're creating your world. It's something to be aware of. Not necessarily we're saying become the embodiment of it. And if it doesn't resonate, namaste to you. We love you. But if it does resonate, and for most of you that are listening, it really does spark or ignite something within you. Because you are your own visionary. And as part of that visionary, there is a tapestry of light that's beyond your physical form that is in desiring of connecting with you and sharing those dance of the elements of abundance that we know that nature is self-seeding all the time. We know that there's areas of scarcity where nature is desiring to begin its self-seeding process. We just need to be open and allow it and then choose to participate on that frequency. And then that's how the world greens itself up. So that's what we wanted to share with you today. We hope you've enjoyed this. There's so much more coming. Hanuman has more to share about being becoming the rainmaker, what it is to be the wind element because, you know, in this world, when, you're, when it gets windy, who's noticed that people get a bit 
um, wired. You know, they get a bit hypertensive. They get a bit out of sorts. So he'll talk in great lengths about what the wind really is in this world and how you can work with the wind particles, but also reigniting the deepening and the resonance of being the rainmaker and recognising there's a different way of perceiving um, the climate and how it changes. And, you know, we've always said there's more than four seasons. There's so many more seasons. In a day, you can experience. So it's just understanding our mental mindset and how over the centuries, the mindset of the world has become so constricted and restricted that it's became limiting and so that scarcity became what is perceived as normal. However, from what we are aware of and what we know and what we've lived through the eons of this world and the centuries of this world, that that is a mental armour that doesn't exist unless you want to bring it into manifestation. So we look forward to catching up with you next time. Feel free to drop us a line, send us a note, send it out into the ether. We'll catch the ray of light and bring it into the podcast. So namaste, love to you all. Talk to you soon.